know what's going on in the area of our finances in this church family. So first of all, before we get into it, why even talk about money is probably a good question to ask ourselves. Well, first of all, Jesus spoke about money more than he spoke about many other things. Uh, So we believe that we should too. Um, But secondly, as a church family, we are resourced entirely by the people in this room, by us as a family. We don't get any other income stream from anywhere else. So all of our activities, everything that we are and do as a church is resourced by the people in this room. So it's important that we all know and understand what's going on there. And we're a family. In the same way that a household family would want to know everything that's going on in their finances and be in full control of it, we are a family together. We function in that way. Uh, And so it's important important that we know that as well. Um, And it's important to remember that spiritually, our church finances and our giving to the church does not just sit alongside any other charitable or good donation giving. Spiritually, it is our home and it's where our giving comes first and foremost before other things. So it's important that we're um, well informed around what's happening in that area. And of course, we need to share our immediate needs, which some of you will be many very aware of, um, but also in, in light of what we think God is calling us to do in the bigger picture in the future. So it's not just about our immediate needs, it's about where is God leading us in the future, because it's all tied up together, because we can't look at our immediate needs without looking at the future either. So let's have a look at our 2019 budget, what it is looking like at the moment. So... 2019 budget forecast expenditure is uh, £908,000, which a bit of history context for that, it's slightly more than it was in 2018, but it is less than it has been for the last five years, Uh, and in fact it's about £100,000 less than it has been in some years. Um, you may have seen different figures floating around around that kind of figure. That's because there's, um, we have a thing called operational expenditure and total expenditure. So you might have seen a figure of around a million pounds. That's total expenditure. What we're going to try and communicate from now on is only operational expenditure. The difference being um, is about £100,000 year on year where there's money that comes in and goes straight out again. So if we didn't do that activity, it wouldn't impact us. So there's a lot of money that goes to St. Paul, so they give us money, so we pay their salaries. Um, and if we give to mission partners, it comes in and goes out. So we, we're, we're beginning to strip that out of what we actually need as a church family. So the operational expenditure forecast is 908,000. So that's what, that's what we need to raise as a church family to meet all of our needs. Just thought it'd be helpful to distinguish that. So let's quickly run through how that is gonna be split out um, over the full 900,000. So 43% of that goes towards general operations. Uh, So that's things like Sundays, admin support, um, buildings, utility bills, repairs, all that kind of stuff just functioning. Uh, It's got some um, staff salaries in there too. Uh, 15% of it is parish share. That's set by the diocese. Uh, That pays for us to have two vicars, but it also contributes um, to smaller churches in the area that can't afford to function by themselves. So we're contributing to the life of other churches in the area through that parish share. Um, 12% is going to all discipleship um, for aged 18 plus, so students and the discipleship year are in there too, um, and all outreach ministries such as Alpha. 10% to kids and youth, uh, 10% to pastoral, so that's kind of pastoral staff, courses such as marriage courses, sozo prayer ministry, all that kind of stuff is in there. 5% to transform ministries, things like King's Table where we feed uh, 100 homeless people every Monday and Friday. And 4% to global mission partnerships, be it through the Kenya partnership or to mission partners that we support as a church family across the globe. And out of all of those costs as a total, 62% of that is spent on staff salaries. Um, And that's because we're a people-based organization. Um, And it's actually relatively low for a people-based organization. Um, 
if anyone knows kind of how that kind of stuff works, generally speaking, you'll be looking for that to be somewhere between 60 and 90% for people-based organization. So we're actually quite low on that front. Now, um, and we have also, uh, since 2015, we've cut our annual salary bill by about 150,000 pounds. So we've been really looking at our staff roles and what we need. That, by the way, is not the same as me saying that we're functioning well as a staff team and we have all the staff resource that we need, but we've been cutting it because we've had to because of finances. Um, and important to say that in that 908,000, there isn't a huge amount of discretionary spending. Uh, the only way that we can significantly alter that figure is by believing that God is calling us to close down a ministry, um, end some staff roles, or to get rid of some premises or buildings or something like that. There isn't a huge amount of stuff that we can easily just take out without making some significant decisions. So in 2018, let's have a look at what happened on the income side. Um, so the 2018 deficit was around £100,000. That's about eight to £10,000 per month. And as expenditure for 2019 is set to be pretty similar to that of 2018, uh, we're currently looking at a very similar deficit for 2019, unless some things change. However, uh, you may have heard before, that's no longer sustainable. So 2018, we had some surplus in the bank that we could allow to, for some of that deficit. That's not possible in 2019. So within the first few months of this year, we're going to need to make some significant decisions as a church family because uh, an eight to £10,000 a month deficit is not sustainable anymore. So over the last uh, six months, we have had about 194 regular giving units. Now, a giving unit is classed as... Um, a married couple or an individual. So if you're married and you're tithing, you're a giving unit. Um, and on average, that's about £206 a month. Um, but then also, there's been a huge uh, variability in, in one-off gifts. So we get lots of unpredictable one-off gifts ranging anywhere from £1,000 up to, I think we had £40,000 or £50,000 one-off gift this year. So they range, range hugely. Um, and the total number of givers is going up, praise God, which is amazing. Um, but unfortunately, the total amount of giving is going down. So people are giving more individually, but less monetary-wise. So we know that God is calling our attention in a big way because giving is not meeting our operational expenditure on the things that we once believed he was calling us to do. So we need to assess that. So we've looked at the um, operational side of our expenditure um, and income. What about the investment side? Well, we know that over the past uh, many years uh, as a church family, we've invested significantly in our buildings and facilities um, through in the church and through TCT, which is a separate charity um, of Trinity House Infusion. We know that we do that because firstly, it's wide stewardship to look after our resources, but secondly, because the kind of church that we are called to be um, in the kind of facilities that we believe God is asking us to have to serve our community and be missional, we know that it's good to be keeping on top of that kind of stuff. And we know that the next big phase that we need is a new roof, and it's going to cost about half a million pounds to do so. Um, but what about elsewhere? What else might we need to be looking at in that whole context? Well, developments that will help us serve as a hub, uh, maybe relocation of our staff offices to bring us closer um, to the church family here, more community spaces, more flexible spaces, question mark. We don't really know, but we want to ask God what he's saying about that kind of stuff. But again, on the investment side, just as the operational side, we know that God is calling our attention to finances because we cannot look at the operational income and expenditure without doing an assessment of our assets and the investments that we might need to do because you can't separate them. 
because we need to be thinking, do we need to be selling some buildings or changing something in order to meet our operational expenditure if it's not happening at the moment? So, as I said, none of that can continue for very much longer, so we know that we're called to action on a few points. So, actions on expenditure. Well, we're asking everybody to pray and fast, especially throughout January. We had a, an evening last Thursday, and we've got two more on the uh, 17th and 24th of Jan. Um, we're asking people to fast together throughout the day and pray and then gather together here at half seven in church to pray and ask God what he is calling us to do and be as a church so that we can answer some of these questions. Uh, we've continued work around remodeling the staff team. We're continually looking at that and always reviewing uh, what staff roles we need. Andrew's going to share a little bit more about that later on. Uh, continually reviewing our buildings and our assets. Do we need them? Are they serving as well? What could we do with them? Uh, and then ministry spending as well, not that it's very discretionary, but against our vision priorities. Is it mission critical what we're spending money on? And that's all happening across the life of the church. And then actions on income. Well, what does that look like? Well, again, prayer and fasting. We're calling the whole church to pray and fast and think about your giving with the Lord. What is he asking you um, to give? Presentations on, on finance uh, all throughout January we're going to be doing like this because we believe it's important. And then on the 4th of Feb, maybe one for your diaries, we've got an information and Q&A evening in the evening. It'll be in here. We haven't set a time yet, but we'll communicate that for people to get into some more of the detail if they want. And then on the 3rd of March, we'll be doing a, give a giving day to see if uh, anyone would like to give in a, in a significant way on the 3rd of March. And lastly, it's not up on there, but you might have seen us handing out some pledge forms um, we're asking and uh, believing and hoping that people will help us steward our finances by filling out a pledge form to say, this is what I believe the Lord is uh, asking me to give throughout this year. That will really help us steward and know what 2019 looks like because, as I've said, we know what the expenditure looks like. It's a bit harder to know what the income's going to look like. So it'd be really helpful if people could be filling those in prayerfully. Um, lastly, just a couple more um, things to go through. So uh, gift aid, if you don't know about gift aid, it really, really helps us. It's basically a tool in which we can claim 25% back from the government on top of your giving if you're a taxpayer. All you need to do is fill out a form um, and we'll do the rest for you. Also, if you're a higher um, tax rate payer, if you're a lucky one, uh, then you can get extra relief. Um, unfortunately, I'm not in that category, so I've got no idea how it works. But if you would like to contact our finance team, they can explain to you what that looks like. Um, if you're not sure whether you've filled out a gift aid form, please just do it anyway. It doesn't matter if we get more than one, um, but there's quite a few people in the church family that we're not able to claim gift aid from at the moment because we don't have their details. And actually, there's, there's quite a few people who their giving comes in and we have no idea who, what name is attached to it. Um, and when I say that, that's only the finance team that get that information. But they can't even contact those people and say, can we have a gift aid form? Because we don't know who it comes from. So that would be really helpful as well if you could um, contact the finance team and check whether you are signed up for gift aid. Some helpful examples of how gift aid and a small gift um, can really significantly impact the finances of this church will come up on the screen now. Um, if we had... Um, 80 people that felt like the Lord was asking them to review their giving in some of these ways up here by just adding a little bit on each week. If 80 people responded in that way, we would solve the deficit for 2019 immediately. So I'm just going to leave that up for a second and maybe see if the Lord might be asking you. Just a helpful example, I think, to show as a family how we can all pull together and solve this need. It's not about all the wealthy people just making large donations. It's a whole church family thing.
So finally, just a, an all-in point. Are we all in together as a church family on our finances and our, our vision? We're asking everybody to pray and ask the Lord the following questions. Are we tithing our first fruits to the Lord, first and foremost? And that's a heart issue more than an income and expenditure issue. Are we tithing our first fruits to the Lord? Have we made a commitment to, pl- to pledge? I know that's a new thing, so we've not asked for that before, um, but we'd love people to pray and see if they would be willing to help facilitate us by doing that. And are we maximising our giving through gift aid? Great. I've taken a little bit longer than I wanted to, but I would love us to just pray quickly. Is that all right, Andrew? I know we're, we're pushing back. Maybe we could just turn in groups, because this is a family issue. Um, turn in groups, a couple of minutes just to pray around some of this stuff, and then Andrew's going to come and bring God's word.